This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Yes, we're on the battlefield for our Lord. To God be the glory. There are some other names that we want to include in our prayer list, and I know you have other names and people typed in some names, but we just want to include a few more names as we continue in prayer and get ready for the message of the morning. We want to include Sister Thelma Butler. We want to include Brother Russell Reynolds, Sister Rona Presley, Brother Jerome Washington. We also want to make sure that we include in this prayer Sister Lucille Tanksley and Reverend Pastor, not Reverend, but Pastor Matthew Southall Brown Sr., Sister Kim Weeks, and also Sister Veronda. We thank God for you. We're praying with and for you as well. God continue to strengthen, guide, and direct you. Our scripture for today, I've already read it from John chapter 2, 1 through 11. I want you to take time to read all of that. But for now, I'm just going to do one verse. John chapter 2, verse 5. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. Let us pray. God, our creator, sustainer, we ask again that you bless, guide, keep, and strengthen us even as we prepare now for the message of this morning. We ask you to be with all of us, God, that we ever look unto you. Be with those, again, whose names have been called and those names are still in our minds and our hearts, that you might get the praise, the honor, and the glory. Bless us now as you speak to us, God. Speak through me and then speak through all of us as we will take this message everywhere we go to let a dying world know that we serve a living Savior. We thank you and we love you. Speak now, Lord, for we, your servants here, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our subject, do what the Lord says do. Do what the Lord says do. Listen, we've been talking about how this is a year of action. What we mean by that, this is a year that we're going to actually do things. We've learned a lot. We've been learning all down through the years. As a church family, as those who love God, we've been learning what God would have us do, how God would have us to do it. Now it's a time, now we have an opportunity to put it into action. So I'm excited about doing what the Lord says do. Yes, I'm excited about that. So what are we going to do? What, what, what are we talking about when we say this? Uh, we look at it, and I want you to understand there are so many benefits to being obedient, to doing what we've been told to do, to do what we've been asked to do by God. There are so many benefits, and we want to talk about that on today as we begin to move through this message of doing what the Lord says do. We look in this text, we'll see there are a number of things going on. This is the first miracle of Jesus. We found him with his mother, and there are the disciples there also, and he's in a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And while he's there, they're having this wonderful wedding, and so many people there, so they're actually drinking the wine, and that's what they were doing at the wedding. They were drinking the wine. And it would have been a total embarrassment upon the host to run out of wine. And when they saw what was happening, Jesus cared enough as he's there, and you can see what he said to his mother, when his mother leaned over and said to him, you know, Jesus, we're running out of wine. And he was like, my time has not yet come. Why are you telling me that? But she said something to him that we all need to hear. 
She said something to the servants after saying to Jesus that there was a need. She said this to the servants, and we need to hear this. She says, do whatever he says do. I don't know if y'all heard me. <clears throat> she told the servants, and Jesus had not done any miracles, but she said to the servants, do whatever he says do. We're servants. We need to hear this word today. And we need to be obedient to God's word. There are so many benefits to being obedient. But let me ask you this. Parents, I want you to feel me on this. Understand this. Do you want your children to listen to you? Take time for you to answer that. Parents, here. All y'all, get in. Do you want your children to listen to you? But let me ask you this. Do you want your children to only listen to you? Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't want your children to just listen to you. We want our children to listen and do. We want them to listen and obey. Oh, no, no, it's not just for the parents. Children, young folk. Yes, for your parents, with your parents. Do you want your parents to just hear you and listen to you, especially when you're talking about the things that you need or the things that you want? Do you want them just to hear you? And uh, they say, oh, yeah. I heard you. Thank you. I heard you. You said you need $25. I heard you. <laughs> Mama, did you hear? Did you hear? He said, she said they need $25. We heard you. Is that good? Oh, you don't want them just to hear you. You want the money. Oh, I understand. So we all would agree obeying is better than just hearing. Now we do need to hear the word of the Lord and the Lord wants us to hear. Yes, we do, we have to hear. It's good to hear and it's good to get a good understanding, but it's better to obey. It's better to do because if you do, you will get better results than if you just heard. Mm. Well, seeing that we want to live our lives to be as productive as possible. Let's look at the benefits of doing what the Lord said do. Yes. If you do what the Lord says do, you will get what the Lord says you will get. If you do what the Lord says do, you will get what the Lord says you will get. Uh-huh. See, it's so many things we see in the Word of God that will compelled, we're asked to do, some things we're commanded to do, but out of all the things we're told to do, many times we think because God is so patient and God is so loving and God is so caring, we could hear what he says but do what we want. But we miss out on so much of life when we're just doing what we want and not doing what the Lord says do. We miss out on the joy that can come from a real relationship with our Lord and Savior. If we would do what the Lord says do, we could get what the Lord has for us. Pastor, what are you talking about? Well, let's just do a couple of them. He says, for us to do, he says, forgive, and you shall be forgiven. How many of us pray the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, God in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And then said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
at the end of that prayer, he'll say, because if you do not forgive your brother their trespass, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your trespass. So he says, truly, if you do it, if you do it, if you forgive, he will forgive you. Just do what the Lord says do. It's, it's that easy. Yes, we do what the Lord says do. He says, ask, and you will receive. What else you got to do? Seek, and you will find. What else you got to do? Knock, and the door shall be open to you. you. You got something you have to do. If you do it, you can receive what he has for you if you do what the Lord says do. Proverbs chapter 3 even says to us, the Lord says to us, Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Put everything you got in it. Trust, trust God with everything you got. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not to your own understanding. But what should you do? In all your ways, acknowledge him. And what will he do? He will direct your path. I don't know where to go. Well, put God first. I don't know how to do it. Put God first. Do what the Lord says do and you get the reward that you're looking for. Yes, trust God with it. He says to us, uh, you may not like this one, but it's, it's going to help you because some folk are looking for a financial, a financial blessing. You know, Lord bless me financially. I need some money. I need some money. I need more than a stimulus check. I need, I need some stuff coming to me. The Bible says clear, give and it shall be given to you. Come on now. The word of God is saying, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing. Matter of fact, even when he talked about tithing, he says, if you pay your tithes and offering, the Bible says he will open the windows of heaven and pull you out of blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. You can trust God with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Trust God when you when you do what he said, do you shall receive what God has for you to receive. God will do it. I know you're saying, Pastor, what are you saying? I, I try my best to do it. Well, it's almost like, it's, it's really almost like, I, I would say it's almost like Simon Says. Yeah, y'all done the game Simon Says? Let's do Simon Says, but we want to see if you can really do. Let, let's do what Simon Says do. Yeah, let, let's do that. Let's, let's, let's play Simon Says. Everybody. All right, I, no, I need to get up. I need you to get up. Get out of the bed. Yeah, get out of the bed. Yeah, wipe your eyes. Everybody, we're going to play. Simon says, right now. That's right. We're going to do it right now. Get up. Come on, get up. Simon says, all right? Everybody stand up, all right? You stand up and get ready to do it. Come on, I'm waiting for you too. Come on, come on. I know you're making up your mind. But I, is this man here watching me? Come on, come on. Get up, get up. You, I want you to get this lesson. You gotta get this lesson today, right? You gotta get this lesson, all right? Are you up? Okay, here's the. You ready? Get ready, man, all right? Now, the, the, the key to this game is you only do what Simon says. So when I say Simon says do something such, then you do it because Simon says. Now, if I don't say Simon says, then that means you're not to do it, all right? Again, if I say Simon says do something, you do it. Don't say Simon says you're going to do it. All right? Now, for the winners, we're going to have winners in this. For the folk who win, you know, you'll get a chance to put it in the chat. You'll get a chance to let us know. And then on Thursday night at 6.30, when we have our credit union showcase, we'll make sure that you get the gift for winning 
Simon says that you're supposed to get. All right? That just a little sinner for you to get up. Uh, and thank you. Some more folks just got up. Uh huh. That's all you. Yeah, all right. Well, I didn't see you, but I know you just got up. All right. Here we go. All right. Simon says, raise your right hand. Simon says, raise your left hand. Simon says, put your left hand down. Put your right hand down. Simon didn't say that. If you put your right hand down, you out. That's right. You out. Put your right hand down. Simon didn't say put your right hand down. All right? Okay. Here we go. Simon says, put your right hand down. Simon says, wave. Simon said, wave hard. Stop waving. Oh, if you stop waving, you are. Simon didn't say stop waving. Ah. Uh -huh. Alright. Simon says stop waving. Simon says walk in step. Walk in step. Alright, run in step. Simon didn't say run in step. You should be walking. If you started running, you are. Walk in step. Walk in step. Walk in step. Stop walking. All right, if you stop walking, you out. Because Simon didn't say stop walking. All right, we got a few people left. Anybody left? All right, okay. All right, stop. Oh, Simon didn't say stop. If you stop again, you out. All right, keep walking. All right, keep walking. All right, raise your right hand. If you raise your right hand, you out. Simon says raise your right hand. Alright, raise your left hand. Oh, Simon didn't say raise your left hand. If you raise your left hand, you out. Alright, Simon says raise your left hand. Simon says put your right hand down. Simon says raise your right hand. Simon says put your left hand down. Put your right hand down. Oh, if you put your right hand down, you out. Alright, stop walking. If you stop walking, you out. Simon didn't say stop walking. Yep, this is a healthy challenge. You can get your health, you have to get healthy today. Alright? Alright, everybody ready? You got your hand up still? Simon said, put your right hand down. Ha 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 ha. Alright, you ready? Alright, ready? Simon said, stop. Alright, sit down. Simon didn't say, sit down. Everybody who sat down, Simon didn't say, sit down. Alright, so if you're still standing up, you win. You get rewarded. So keep this in mind, what I've just said. When you do what the Lord says do, the Lord rewards you. Now that was the game. When you do what I've asked you to do, you get rewarded, like I said, on Thursday night at 6.30, when you come on with the, our uh, credit union and our finance and stewardship workshop initiative, when you come on that, we'll have a list of the winners and what you've actually won. But this is the point I want you to get. When we do what the Lord says do, we'll get rewarded by the Lord. We may not know what the reward is or exactly how we're going to get it, but that will happen. But this is the other point. We need to do what the Lord says do and not do what the Lord didn't say do. See, we could get confused because as we've been talking about from Romans chapter 12, beginning of verse 1, it talked about Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. 
and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, if you're thinking, I'm doing what the Lord would have me to do and not what the world says do, you got to be focused. You got to stay focused. You got to stay focused on what is that the Lord is saying to you. And he's talking to us from his word. He's talking to us in our hearts. He's talking in our minds. He's talking to us daily. And whatever God is telling us and whatever you know you ought to be doing according to God's word and according to God's will, if you're doing it so God can get the glory, if you're doing it because of the love, if you're doing it because of the compassion that God has placed in your heart, he's letting you know you will be rewarded. But make sure we're listening to the voice of God and doing what the Lord says do. There are a lot of other voices out there. Sometimes there's a voice that you have your own voice. And you say, this is what I want to do. I'm telling you, the most dangerous person I think you'll ever meet is a person that will tell you, I know what the Lord says, but. Or, I, I know what the Bible says I ought to do, but. My brother, my sister, get as far as you can away from there. Listen, God has so wired us, God has so placed in us a desire to do his will. Just, just step out on the small things. Don't, don't, don't go and grab the big thing in the world and say, oh, I'm going to just feed everybody in the neighborhood. I'm going to give everybody clothes. No, no, no. Just start with what the Lord has given you to do in your life. Use the gift God has given unto you. All of you who remember the first half of Baptist Church, just make sure that we're participating in Sunday school. Make sure we're participating in Bible study. Yes, I know it's a pandemic, but make sure you're participating in our showcase narratives. Whatever it is that we're doing, not just on Facebook and on YouTube, but even when we're going out to make sure that people get food, uh, all the other circumstances that we have and the needs that people have, we need to put ourselves in a position where we can say a kind word or do a great thing to help somebody else. Even in this pandemic, we need to be the main ones who are always making sure that we're wearing our masks and telling others that we need to wear our masks. Well, how, what does the Lord say about doing that? The Lord tells us we ought to love one another. And a symbol of love is wearing your mask. A symbol of love is not putting anyone else in danger and making sure that you're keeping the distance. Another sign that you love yourself as well as loving others is to wash your hands constantly and for at least 20 seconds whenever you wash them. Keep in mind, if you're just doing what the Lord says doing, don't get distracted by any other voice. Let God lead you. Let God direct you. Let God know that you believe that he is who you say he is and you're willing to do the work God has called you to do. Oh, that's why we come to this table to examine ourselves. Right now is just a day of examining. God, am I doing what you have me do? I, I know there's a lot we haven't been doing. I know there's a lot we can do. But this is a year of action and we got to put it to work. we got to put it into action, the things God would have us to do. Lastly, do what you can do and the Lord will do what he can do. Whew. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do what you can do. And God will do what he can do. Oh yeah. Understand this is a joint effort. God lives in us. When you come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit takes up residence in you. So, so God is not far from you. God truly lives in you and will guide you and will direct you. When you make up your mind that you don't want to do right, when you make up your mind you want to sin, you're actually going against that still small voice that's in you, telling you you know better. But yet even when we do that, God is willing to forgive us of all sin and unrighteousness only because of the blood of Jesus. But it's a joint effort. He uses us to get his will done. 
He will use you. He uses me. And we got to say, Lord, yes, here am I. Send me. Just like the message we had on this past Thursday. Remember, Lockett began to talk about it. Yes, when Isaiah said, here am I, Lord, use me. In Isaiah chapter 6, when we begin to understand how it is that we say, Lord, use me. He's living in us, but he's living in us so we could do the work he wants us to do. We have to be vigilant. We have to do what God calls us to do. It's a joint effort. What do you mean, Pastor, it's a joint effort? We all believe that God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Every last one of us believes that God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. We all believe that. But that scripture clearly tells us in 3 and 20, and it, it clearly tells us we can, he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, but it's according to the power that works in us. It's the Holy Spirit working in us that empowers us to do what God wants us to do. It's the Holy Spirit working in us that will cause us to love like God wants us to love. It's the Holy Spirit working in us that will cause us to forgive like God wants us to forgive. It's the Holy Spirit working in us that will cause us to have compassion the way God wants us to have compassion. If we do our part, God will do his part. You want to see a miracle? Just be about God's business in our text. We can see what happened at the wedding in Canaan. They were out of wine. Mary, the mother of Jesus, said to the servants, and I can hear her talking to us, do whatever he says do. That's it. That's what I'm trying to tell you today. Do whatever the Lord says do. Well, what did the servants do? They went to Jesus. Jesus says, fill the water pots with water. Six huge water pots. Fill them with water. Now, the great thing about this text is when you look at this text, Jesus told them to fill the waters, the jars with water, and he said, fill them with water. And look at what it says. And they filled them up to the brim. Mm-hmm. Jesus told them to fill them. They could have said, this doesn't make sense. Why, why shouldn't you fill up the water pots with water? Who, and who are you? Who are you? Who, who, where you come from? Why should you tell us to do what you said? No, 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 no. They obeyed. They went and filled up the water pots with water. They, the scripture says they filled them to the brim. Now, this is the part to get us. Because you can go and do something like fill up some water pots. You can do that. There's something God asks you to do that's very simple. You may not understand why. It's not going to affect you. Nobody else really knows what you're doing, so you're okay with that. So you will go and do what the Lord said to do. You know, the Lord said, be kind to somebody. You say, okay, well, I, you know, that's not out of my character. I can be kind. But look at that second part. He told them, he said, now, draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. In other words, he said, now take what I just told you, the water, and draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. Now you're involving other folk. Now somebody can criticize you for doing what the Lord said do. But what they did, the Bible says, so they took it. In other words, so they took the water parts, pulled some out, and took it to the master. And when they took it to him, the master of the feast tasted it. 
Why? Now he was tasting the water that had become wine. Didn't know where it came from. And he was able to give the bridegroom all these accolades. Wow, you did such a great job. Not only is this great wine, good wine, this is great wine. He saved the whole atmosphere. That, look, and what Jesus did, he could not have done if the servants had not obeyed. Pastor, what are you saying to us? I'm saying to us today. There's so much we want God to do in our lives. There's so many miracles we still want to happen. But many times, we don't do what God tells us we should be doing. Oh, I, I can see some folks. You are doing it. I want to encourage you to keep doing what the Lord has told you to do. Keep loving like the Lord has told you to love. Keep caring like the Lord has told you to care. Don't give up. Don't be weary in well-doing, because in due season, you're going to weep if you faint not. If you hang in there and trust God with all your heart, if you hang in there and know that God loves, God cares for you, do what you can do, and God will do what he can do. What can you do today, right now? You can admit that you sinned. Oh, yes, you can admit that we've sinned. We can admit that we have sinned. We can do that. But what will God do? He can forgive us of all our sins. Yeah, only God can do that. We, listen. We can admit I'm a sinner and he can forgive us for our sins. Listen, God loves us so much. He cares about us. He knows what we're going through. He knows what you've gone through. He knows what's in front of us now. He knows about the pandemic. He knows about the sickness. He knows about the social injustice. He knows about this. But yet he said, you be my soldier. You be on my battlefield. You be the one who do what I need you to do. And I guarantee you, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. You be my witness. You be my mouthpiece. You be the one who allowed them to use you. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. He said, let your light shine that others might see your good works and give him glory. And when we walk like the Lord wanted to walk, when we talk like the Lord wanted to talk, when we live like the Lord wanted to live, when we give like the Lord wanted to give, when we do what the Lord wants us to do, I guarantee you, heaven belongs to you. Oh yes, God loves us. God cares for us. When I say heaven belongs to you, what I'm talking about, God has given us heaven, and you can experience it right here on earth. He can give you a joy and a peace that passes all understanding. Just trust God and do what the Lord says do. What did he do? He came from 42 generations. What did he do? He allowed men to talk about him, ridicule him, call him everything but a child of God. What did he do? He allowed men to put nails in his hands and nails in his feet with a crown of thorns on his head. What did he do? He hung on the cross for all of your sins and my sins, and he died for our sins. He died. His blood ran from his veins for you and for me. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. He died, but the story doesn't stop there. He stayed in the day all night Friday, all day Saturday, all night Saturday night, but early on that Sunday morning. He got up from the grave with power, power over the grave, victory over death. And he gives us that same power even today to live like he wants to live and to do the work he called us to do.
it's time to do what the Lord said do. If you're listening on today, and you said, I need the Lord in my life, I'm ready to get to work. I'm ready to do what the Lord wants me to do. I want you to take time right now to pray this prayer with me, that you may accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. You can come to him today, right now. We're going to pray a prayer with you. Now, as I pray this prayer, you repeat the prayer after me. I can't pray it for you. I can lead you in it. You can, if these are the words you believe, you can accept them. You have to let the Lord know, I'm willing to turn. I want to obey you, God. I don't want to live a life full of sin and hatred and stinginess. I want to live for you, God. If you want to give your heart to God right now, pray this prayer with me to accept him into your life. Say, Father God, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life and help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you pray that prayer, we celebrate with you. We celebrate with you. We're glad that you've given your life to Christ. Let us know that. Share that with us. You can call that number on the screen. You can text us. You can give us information. And we'll get back with you. Thank you. We're grateful, thankful again for those who already joined us uh, through our Zoom and uh, through calling and letting us know. We give God the praise, the honor, and the glory. We prepare now for our communion. We'll have our reading of the covenant, and we'll prepare for communion. Now, let me say to you, go ahead now and prepare for communion. Go ahead and get the elements for communion so we can share together as God blesses us to commune one with another. If you've been baptized, you've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and you've been baptized, we want you to partake with us in communion. They are symbol at this table. Jesus met with his disciples. They met in the upper room. And then he was with his disciples. Here we are today, ready to partake and do what the Lord said to He said, do this in remembrance of me. Remember his love. Remember the sacrifices he made. And let us pray together now as we come together to allow God to move in our lives, as we come to this table to celebrate his life, to celebrate what he has done, and to celebrate what he will do through us. Let us pray. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins, and sinners plunge beneath that blood, lose all their guilty stains. 
The dying thief rejoiced to see that fountain in his day. And then may I, though vile as he, wash all my sins away. God, we come in humble submission to your will and to your way. We come as bad children before a good parent. We come as an empty cup before a full fountain. We come that you may move in our lives as nobody can but you. God, we ask that you bless these elements and bless us as we partake of the fruit of the vine, of the bread, a symbol of your body and a symbol of your blood. Bless the elements all over, everyone who has them at home and everyone who has them where they are. Bless those elements as we partake together that you might get the praise, the honor, and the glory. And God, if for any reason we're feeling we're not worthy, but we've been baptized, we ask God that you would change that feeling with us right now. Create within us clean hearts and renew a right spirit within us that we can be obedient and do what you have us to do, that we can share together as one family in Christ. Bless us now that we can bless others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. They had given thanks. Jesus took the bread and he broke it. And said, This is my body, which is given for you. Take, eat all of it. Amen. Likewise, he took the cup and said, This is my blood, which is shed for the remission of sins. Take, drink, all of it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We thank God for loving us so much and for guiding and keeping us. We want to remind everyone, you can give through Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. And as you give, take, a time, take time as you pay your tithe, give an offering. Just choose anything you want to give to, just to thank God again for blessing, guiding, and keeping us. You can also, if you don't want to give online, you can just go ahead and mail your contributions to First African Baptist Church, 23 Montgomery Street, Savannah, Georgia, 31401. Again, we thank God for you. Let's remember the health challenge. Let's remember to uh, participate in our very special um, Thursday night at 6.30 with our credit union and our awareness uh, campaign that we will have for our finance and stewardship initiative team. And please, join any initiative team that you'd like to. Be more than happy to have you join. Let us pray. God, again, we thank you. We love you and adore you. Thank you for opportunity to come together. Thank you for the opportunity to worship you. Thank you, God, that we can do what you tell us to do. And let us do it the way you have us to do it. And now we ask that the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, would rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. 
Let all the people of God say amen and amen. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.